0: Right now, there is a lot to consider when selling a home. Home equity is high, housing inventory is down, and interest rates are at an all-time low. But will the uncertainty of current world news drag down the home market? You need answers, and that's why you should call the area's real estate authorities. Sarah and Debbie Reynolds, the Reynolds team with Keller Williams Realty. Just one five-minute call with the Reynolds team will empower you to learn and get options on what will work best for your situation. The Reynolds team have a proven and trusted track record spanning 30 years. Yes, the Wall Street Journal named Sarah and Debbie one of the top real estate teams in the country. Yes, they get their seller's top dollar. And yes, the Reynolds team will guarantee to sell your home at list price, or they'll pay the difference don't risk losing your home's equity get your questions answered by real estate experts the reynolds team at 800-930-1197 800-930-1197 and online at debbiehasthebuyers.com
1: you podcasters have been listening for free for too long
2: you owe us something well okay listen a lot of you have said hey guys i'd be willing to subscribe and pay x per week or per month for the podcast you
1: know why we don't charge because we're stupid. Because we're stupid.
2: But anyway, why don't you think about what would you be willing to pay per month for the Armstrong and Getty Show? And then instead of giving it to us, give it to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Donate it and help our uh, our warriors who are in their time of greatest need. And you got this organization that is all volunteers and they do fabulous, beautiful, beautiful work helping our guys.
1: So just go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate it.
0: And get with my dad, a daddy. Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're doing with tax
2: money. What was that when I said that? They're loco. I kind of was a lepre. We're just gonna make up rules as we go along. Show really? some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> anyway, Owen, tell you this. I'm gonna start at an eleven. I'm going to take it to about a 15 real quick.
3: (laughs) Uh, Who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Kids want to have snowball fights without breaking the law. I give you America itself!
2: This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty.
1: Studio C. Is in your dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And this is something we call Little Friday and the party biz. Oh, yeah. Huh? Who's going to
2: party? You ready to party?
1: Who's not? And <laughs> business is good. Oh, yeah. And the party biz, the par- business is good. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, China. 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 That's right,
2: China.
4: China.
1: China. China. Why is China our general
2: manager? Oh, my goodness. We're arresting their tech executives in Canada. We're restructuring our trade relationship. Uh, Armstrong and Getty, that's him and me, doing an absolutely scintillating long-form podcast with an expert on China, which will be uh, available soon. We recorded that yesterday. So, uh, everybody's obsessed with old
1: Vlad Putin. And, and granted, you've got to
2: keep an eye on him. He's a wily old fox. But China, man, that's a challenge.
1: So George Bush slipping Michelle Obama a cough drop.
4: Was that like a callback in a stand-up routine? Is that what that was? Pretty much, yeah. Running gag. Yeah, running joke. Yeah, the internet caught her doing something similar at the McCain funeral, and everybody thought it was a sweet moment, and then so he brought candy to this one and and kind of paid homage (laughs) to it. I
1: don't know why this makes me a weirdo, I guess, but I watched it. Like five times, judging everybody's facial expression—that ma- is, odd. maybe it's because I'm in the trying to do something wacky biz, uh, <laughs> and it just didn't look like it played that well. I didn't see anybody's facial expression thing. Oh, hey, I get it. Everybody's kind of oh, what? <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> I don't know. I like, I, but I mean, he really had thought this through because you watch him; he's walking down the aisle. That giant church. That he puts his hand in his pocket and gets it out, so he's ready for oh, this yeah.
2: this bit. Oh yeah, I've been
1: thinking about it all morning. Apparently, now was that before
2: or was that after Trump sat down? That was be- that was after Trump sat down, and everybody was a little freaked out. What do we do? What do we do? We look? Do we do we shake? Why isn't he shaking everybody's hand? Ah, what do we do? What do we do? I just think the vibe was a little uncomfortable. Could be. Yes, it was pointed out that you know he he shook hands with the Obamas because they were right there, and kind of sort of kind of nodded at Bill Clinton. Um, and then W came in and just, you know, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. What's up? We worked the entire row. He said hey to the wives and everything and just, uh, you know, it was, there there was a contrast.
1: Yeah. And I, again, I watched that like five times also to, to take a look at each person's facial expression, like when Trump came in. Yeah. As we uh, talked about yesterday and has been commented on, Hillary just steely jawed, stared straight ahead like she was chewing on nails. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She could have broke rocks with her teeth at that moment. Michelle is a very classy person, was just, you know, nice and smiling and pleasant and everything like that. Obama had a look on his face of like, this is just so wild to be part of. (laughs) That's what the look on his face seemed like to me. This is just amazing. (laughs) This whole thing. Um, uh, Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
4: I'm doing great. You know how little kids like to play in the bathtub and they splash and with with the, you know, bubbles and it's really cute. I was watching it last night. Yeah, you know, I was doing the dishes and um I realized that this is my bath time basically. My girlfriend was saying, "What are you doing?" and I realized that I play with the soap and I you Whoa. know, I don't just wash dishes. I sit there and it takes me forever to get them done. <laughs> It's your bath it's time. It's my bath time as an <laughs>
2: adult. Your childlike joy yeah. at the bubbles and everything. Then afterwards,
4: do you
1: run around screaming naked? Because little kids usually do that when they <laughs> get out usually, of the show. <laughs> <morning>. usually, no. <laughs>
4: oh,
1: boy. Uh, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
4: Uh, doing very well, but uh, I'm I'm getting BBM, blood boiling mad at these Golden Globe nominations that are rolling out this oh, morning. No. I'm, I'm looking at them, and I, I don't like it. Not enough diversity? No, that's not it. They're just picking bad movies and bad, bad actors mm. and bad performances mm. and, and mm. subpar mm. things. But mm. uh, full, full details and takes later, possibly on my very own blog. Fantastic. Oh, uh, there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I am uh, doing quite
3: well. You know, it is December sixth, a big day for the Finns. <laughs> For it was on this day in 1917, Finland declared its independence from Russia after the events of World War I. Now, I bring this up because once I was challenged by a texter who doubted my finno ugric roots... Because, while well, I always tout Saint Uro's Day. I never mentioned Finnish Independence Day. <laughs> wow! So now oh, I boy. have, and now you know.
2: Fantastic. we've today, heard the finish of this uh, controversy. We'll, uh, later uh, today uh, we'll celebrate. <laughs> <get it>. with, <laughs> later today we'll, Joe. thank you, Michael.
3: <laughs> later today we'll celebrate with cabbage rolls,
2: sardines, and vodka. Perfect. <laughs> so, oh boy, yeah, oh, oh, boy. Cabbage, cabbage rolls
1: and vodka. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I won't be coming in on time. So, uh, again, Stay watch. close to the throne. Watching the video over and over, right behind that row, you had Dick Cheney and Dan Quayle, a couple of former wow. vice voice presidents. I didn't notice the Quayle, man. And they both had their eyes glued on Trump when he came in, sat down, and then for a long time afterwards, probably this first time they'd ever been in the room with him, right? Yeah. And they both seemed to be just like, I want to see this guy up close and stare at him. They just like. Wow. Just wow. stared at the side of his head.
4: <laughs> well, you get up close to that soft serve swirl or whatever he's got going on on his head to make his hair work. And it's hard not to look at it, it I would imagine.
2: It, it, you would spend a certain amount of time trying to comprehend the quaff. Yeah, just the physics of it. Plus, you know, Dan I, Quayle had a bit of a reputation for, you know, shiny object staring. I have <laughs> Trump's hair is shiny, so it could be that. That's an unfair characterization of the
1: young man. Although. I'd say quite. I've as, been, as an old man. Though. I've been pretty close to Donald Trump. His hair did not look that odd in person to me. It just, just mm. looks like hair. Mm. I wouldn't remarked upon it. He's a very big guy. That that stands out is how big he is. But uh, yeah, Janey especially was just uh, so that's <laughs> so that's Trump. I wonder if like, I could wonder if I could waterboard him.
2: Glad to see, ya. see
1: this before <laughs> I die. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is as whatever that day was, Marshall mentioned. Uh, Thursday, December sixth, <laughs> the year twenty eighteen. We're setting you straight in twenty one eight, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
2: All right, let's begin the uh, the show now officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. Let's begin. Everybody ready? Here we go. At Mark.
0: There he is. Dad! How did it go?
3: They voted to keep striking. There was a run-in. Violence between some of the strikers and corporate. They've decided to punish us by taking our status. There's no easy way to say this, so I'll just come out with it then. We're not Amazon Prime members anymore. <laughs>
1: then what are we?
3: Everyone involved in the strike has been dropped down one level from
1: Prime. We're We're now Amazon USDA Choice. <laughs> <laughs> South Park taking on the Amazon controversy oh, last night. Oh, boy. I look forward to watching that episode. What are other headlines, Marshall?
3: Well, Bush 41 returns home today. Another shocker for the string of U.S. gymnastics uh, athletes sexually abused by Dr. Nasser. And scientists may have a powerful new weapon in the fight against cancer. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Stories coming up.
1: That is awesome. Um... They're not like that Theranos company in the Bay Area, is it? <laughs> right. right. Completely made it right. yeah. up. Um,
2: how does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Excellent advice, humor, insight, a challenge
1: to us. Oh, it's got everything. And Warrior Foundation Freedom <laughs> Station. This week we're trying to raise $300,000. We'll see where we are for the morning with an, an update coming up. And uh, let's try to raise some money. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Conscience of the nation.
1: So you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show through the podcast. But what you're doing is you're stealing from What you're oh, doing why, why do you? Why, is you're coming why, to my why, home knocking food why, out of my kids' mouths. They, that's
2: what you're doing? He's unstable, my friends. Don't listen to but him. But
1: this is the week we're raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Instead of giving us money for the podcast, how about you give money to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station?
2: Oh my gosh, the work they do, soldiers, sailors, marines, uh, a lot of whom have been terribly injured some PTSD, some traumatic brain injury, and when they need it the most, when they could fall through the cracks and become a statistic or, or their lives just fall apart, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is there to save them, and it's all volunteer. Over 94% of the money goes directly to the guys. I mean, their overhead is
1: tiny. We got a goal of 300000 this week. Go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate. armstrongandgetty.com.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: I just came across a list of the most controversial presidential pardons in U.S. history. Wow. Which is pretty interesting since that uh, topic comes up a lot. Trump pardoning Manafort or whatever. Um, um, So we're raising money this week for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We're going to have a guest on a little bit later with an amazing story of what Freedom Station did uh to help his life the role it played it helps it helps a lot of people it plays a major role in a lot of families and uh, you'll be learning more about it but for those of you who know and have donated donated let's find out where are gladys hit the
4: drum roll our total currently is 188,034 American dollars wow that's, uh, that's, All right. that's nice
1: closing in on 200 grr. 188 hmm. hoping for 300 by the end of the deal tomorrow Right. And we still are encouraging wacky names. If you don't want to have your name attached to it, you can make up a name. That seemed to uh, get a little uh, donations going yesterday. Right, exactly. Book, donor it, face and that sort of
2: stuff. Yeah, the website will print anonymous or supporter
1: or, or your real name.
4: Or you can come up with a clever, <laughs> allegedly, a clever fake name. Like for instance, this hundred and twenty dollar donation from thieving podcaster.
1: Oh. I like that. I see, I like a three hundred and eight dollar donation from from Go Army Beat Navy. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
2: a little sports rivalry. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. The we, service academies.
1: We had a big donation yesterday from per- Perky McNipple.
2: Oh boy! So oh what, boy! Whatever floats and your it boat. It was it was it was big, wasn't
1: it? I think it was like I think it was a was, was it four
2: a Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, which is something. Uh, <laughs> so thank you. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, uh, when when our guys and gals are physically injured or have PTSD and they're in danger of falling through the cracks, this is all volunteer organization, performs miracles, saves lives. I mean, it is unbelievable. The more you know about it, the more you love it. Give now armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag! Hey. A yeah, yeah. couple of Warrior Foundation Freedom Station notes uh, in the mailbag. Uh, number one, uh, Nick wants everybody to know, know that four stars on Charity Navigator is the highest rating. And he's afraid that people who don't know Charity Navigator might think five is, or ten, oh. or something. So it's the highest rating at That's Charity true. Navigator. I, it's, it's I
1: assumed four stars was the highest. It's like rating. Generals,
2: really. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Also, Joel in San Diego, who is actually a, a volunteer, a proud volunteer for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, uh, says, check if your company uh, matches donations. Because a lot of companies will, oh, particularly cool. this time of year. Joel, thanks for the uh, reminder. And he says, P.S., and I apologize for this in advance, but he's a good man with a good suggestion. So I will read it. P.S., all I want for Christmas is for Jack to say fart on the air. I'm not going to do that. The man volunteers for Warrior
1: Foundation Freedom Station. You can't give a little bit? I do not drop F-bombs. Hard fart primary. I'm not sure I could make myself say that word. Uh, That's
2: not at all odd. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a nice note from Mary. Um, I will donate $100 to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station if you will read this to Jack. He doesn't appear to know why we lionize presidents on their death. Uh, it's not too long. Uh, so, Jack, the POTUS is an adversary of the Congress and the Senate. That's one against almost a 1,000. Well, it's not quite true. But our history is made the chief executive of men from Whittier, California, Hope, Arkansas, Plains, Georgia, Dixon, Illinois, Oyster Bay, Long Island, Chicago, Illinois, small towns across the U.S., for a man who has his aspirational landed in the highest office possible in America, we all look at our newborns and think this child could be the president of the United States. The kid I planned for the role ended up as a music critic. Sorry. <laughs> However, Jack, we little people are guided by our commander in chief in times of war, depression, and recession, civil strife. To look at our executive for solace, strength, and calm. Um, the
1: president is the commander in chief that is an awesome uh, a power in one person's hands no doubt about that but he's the leader of the executive branch he not he isn't he isn't the executive branch right he's the leader of a coequal branch and the idea that he comforts us in times of need and stuff like that i just don't buy that crap it's i a,
2: just i just don't it's a different way of looking at the office yeah we we have a bit more uh
1: well, a bit less emotional connection to the office. When there's a tragedy, I don't wait for the president to give a speech to decide how we all ought to feel. I think that's weird.
2: Yeah, I, I find that weird too. We, there's an impulse toward wanting a king, a papa. It's part of uh, actually uh, that that the Jonah Goldberg writes about this in his new book entitled "Stuff About Society." I can't remember what's it called. Jonah Goldberg's new book. It's really good, but uh, Moby Dick. Uh, the that's right. Um. Uh, about the human impulse to want a king, a father figure, a mother figure, a queen, whatever. It's just
1: the way we're made. And 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 <laughs> and we have to resist it. And as a guy who's written a read, read a lot about the founding fathers, they didn't want the president to have the status he currently has. Correct. Yeah, it's which is disputable. Which is important.
2: Well, they didn't want the government to have the status it has. True. Not even close. Good, good point. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Darcy with a little D writes, "It's about time Chico gets a nickname, Chico, California." Uh, it's been in the news lately. It's very close to the horrific fires in the Paradise area. The housing market has skyrocketed there because people who don't have any homes or aren't going to rebuild where they were think, well, this is a pleasant city. It's very close. Home we'll Sierra live there, Nevada beer. Uh, among other things, yeah. Uh, so Chico n- gets a nickname. After all, Redding has the ding. San Jose has the ho. San Bernardino has San Berdu. After hearing about the rising housing prices in Chico, perhaps they deserve the nickname of the Chic. Uh, honestly, my heart goes out to those displaced by the campfire, campfire, trying to find a, find a place to call home. I was uh, with a bunch of friends last night. It was very festive, probably more festive than Wednesday night should have been. We all agreed the campfire is a terrible name. Oh, yeah. And I didn't say um, it at obvious, the time because obviously. it was a tragedy. Yeah. But a campfire is a wonderful thing with your family and your friends and marshmallows and the rest of it. Just because it started by Camp Creek Road or whatever it is. I don't know. People who And the car fire, you know. That was yeah. a bad name. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Whoever's in charge of that, stop it. If it's also the term for something completely different, find a different name. That was Absolutely a trivial, trivial objection to a serious thing, but that's uh, welcome <laughs> to my world. It's the way my brain works. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Story about George H.W. Bush. I went to school at Texas A&M, writes Jeremy in Houston. George H.W. was there a lot, so much that professors at the college that bears his name would kind of groan because he would just visit random classrooms and start talking to the students, thus interrupting class. Well, uh, one day he was wandering around the student center, and there was a room called the flag room that had a bunch of couches where students would go and study. Bush went into the room and noticed the student sleeping with a note pinned to him saying, wake me up at 1 p.m. because I have a test I need to get to. Hilarious. He checked his watch, saw so it was almost one, so he woke him up. Imagine what the student was thinking waking up and seeing an ex president's face looking down on him, telling him to wake up and get to class. That's funny.
1: Uh, wake up. You got a you test. The New York Times last night had a column called Fact Checking Claims Made About H.W. Uh, Bush during that. the eulogy.
2: So I thought, wow. God, the whole well, fact checking craze is just so
1: annoying. All right, because. Well. Number one, it's an eulogy. I, I think for obvious reasons. People, their interpretation of the facts don't always line up with somebody else's. So. Right, it's often quite subjective. Yeah, and, and have you ever been to a funeral? Eulogies tend to be a little glowing of your grandmother or whatever. I mean, haven't we all been to a funeral and think, you know, that's, a, that's, that's pushing a little bit or whatever? But that's fine. That's, that's what we do at funerals. Right. Right. All right. Good Lord. Historians will work out what H.W. did or didn't do. Fact-checking eulogies. Holy crap. I almost dropped an S-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Go
2: ahead. Go ahead. Do you hear Aunt, Aunt Angela Merkel was making a speech the other day? And she was talking about something or other. And there is not a German word for poo storm. So she just used the English term, uh, you know, shipstorm, and uh, everybody thought that was highly amusing. And and the world uh, continued to. You can say it. Just go ahead and say that word. People do not die.
1: The Germans don't have a, a term for a poo storm. Yeah, uh, uh, Scheisse- storm e- the, the equivalent.
2: Yeah. I just, yeah. Huh. Um. It's not that hard to come up with one. How about and, show, how about the post show that has become popular as a phrase? Uh, right. Or, it's an uh, S show. dumpster fire. <laughs> so, uh, frequent harsh critic Linda, who hates us, writes... Oh, and of course you've made this out to be absolutely nothing. Nothing nothing to see here. It happens all the time. We're worried for nothing. Those crazy liberals and lefties are lying. His base is completely divorced from reality. It's Donald Trump with the thumbs up. It's the stock market way down. Because of Trump's idiotic trade war, the Dow Jones sunk 800 points today, which is the fourth largest single-day drop ever. As of today, four of the five biggest single-day drops in history have occurred under Trump. When does the winning start? That's, that's trolling, isn't it? Uh, no, because I know her. She believes this stuff. You have no idea what you're
1: talking about.
2: <laughs> Other than that, <clears throat> thanks for writing. Yeah, you, you, you literally do. You understand nothing about the stock market.
1: Well, the whole points thing is annoying because the, the media likes to do this. They use right. the number of points because it will be historical because we have so many. Whatever it is, 28,000 now. Back in the day, it was you know a few years ago. It was 7,000. So as a percentage, hmm. right,
2: you know, right, it's, it's minor. Finally, Vicky, Joe, your lineage goes back to the Neanderthals, right? If you haven't read Sapiens, you probably want to. I actually have read part of it. You'll it's find great. out what happened to your ancestors. I don't need a sapien like you, Vicky, telling me about my people. I'm going to speak my truth as a Neanderthal because I get a separate truth that I get to invent.
1: Uh, Marshall's news is coming up And we'll get into everything that's going on today On the Armstrong and Getty Show Donating money Hopefully raising money For Warrior Foundation Freedom Station Where are whales be at? Now, $10 at a time is absolutely fine. We will get to our goal of $300,000, $10 at a time, or $20 at a time. But where are whales be at? Nothing wrong with a whale either. Where are my whales at? <laughs> yeah, with the big number. Sure. If uh,
2: America's been... Oh, there they are. Here they come. If America's been great to you, help our warriors when they need it the most. They're doing miracles at Warrior Foundation Freedom
1: Station. All volunteer. And those are whales there. Those are really vocal whales. Those whales got issues. Let's get to the news now with Marshall Phillips.
3: we got a second funeral service in Houston. It's going to be held this morning for President George H.W. Bush. Former Secretary of State James Baker and Bush's grandson, George P. Bush, will be delivering eulogies during this service. The Oak Ridge Boys and Reba McIntyre are going to be performing at this one. The private service will be held at the St. Martin's Episcopal Church. And then after that, he will be taken, the body will be taken by train to the uh, uh, college station area where he's going to be buried.
1: I assume the Oak Ridge boys will sing some sort of gospel number in five-part harmony. And that not, would be lovely. Not Elvira or something well, like well, that. If you're old enough to remember that right. and classic head. That hit. would be odd. <laughs> no, probably not.
3: China's demanding that Canada release a Huawei Technologies executive who was arrested in a case that adds to tech tensions with Washington and threatens to complicate the trade talks. The arrest followed a ceasefire in the U.S.-Chinese tariff war over Beijing's technology policy, but Canadian authorities say that Meng Wanzhou, that would be Huawei's chief financial officer, facing extradition to the United States. A Toronto newspaper says she is accused of trying to evade U.S. curbs on trade with China. Again, China is demanding her immediate return. On that note, Let's go over to positive Sean. Positive Sean, your one-word market report:
4: struggling. Mm. The market is struggling. Mm. Oh, okay, boy.
1: I will invest accordingly.
4: Yeah, stocks have been dropped it. like a
1: rock. Yeah, st- yeah, stocks have been plunging,
3: down four hundred and thirty uh, points. The Dow is right now. I will interpret that
1: and for did, you in a moment. And, is right. it, and do most analysts <laughs> say this is because of uh, uncertainty around the whole China thing? It, it is. I mean, because we we is. have a correction yeah. coming anyway, so. I'll correct that correction in moments. Stay with us.
3: The governing body of gymnastics in the United States is now filing for bankruptcy as it tries to recover from the sexual abuse scandal. USA Gymnastics has filed the paperwork in Indianapolis. This is an incredible shock considering the organization has been dealing with all the fallout after Dr. Larry Nassar was convicted of sexual misconduct, sentenced to 175 years in prison. Back in
1: January. Well, what is this all about? Is this is this about avoiding payouts or anything?
2: My understanding is it's it's brought like everything to a halt. Yes, they they can't get documents anymore. The people suing and lawyers can't get documents. They can't get transcripts. They can't get the lawyers to respond. Marshall, what do you understand about this? What yeah, you
3: know? they there have been more than a hundred lawsuits filed against the governing body by more than three hundred and fifty NASA survivors. And yes, it puts everything in doubt. It puts the whole process. It halts the whole process. And it puts possible payments, you know, in doubt as well.
2: Right, right. The uh, activists are calling it a
1: delaying tactic and a dodge. That's what I was thinking when I first heard it. That sucks.
3: Yep. All right. In other news, we have got we've got really an amazing breakthrough, a possible breakthrough. Australian researchers have developed a test that can detect the presence of cancer cells anywhere in the body in 10 minutes a blood
1: test yeah wow. just go get a blood test regularly and find out if you got any cancer anywhere yep wouldn't that be awesome yikes really yep. I, wonder, I wonder how often they would recommend a blood test at that point once a month or something like that for everybody but anyway you could obviously catch it earlier
3: yep the uh, study says the test was developed after researchers discovered that cancer forms a unique dna structure when placed in water the test which could help detect cancer in people a whole lot earlier than any current methods can, works by
1: identifying the presence of that DNA structure. Well, I can tell you, currently, you can. I go in for blood tests every now and then if I'm feeling bad or have weird pains, because there are some things that can spike. Right. Um, various, you know, things in your metabolic panel could mm-hmm. spike, but that's not necessarily an idea. And if they spike, then you have to get some sort of scan that's super expensive and right. all that. Um, this would be a huge deal if you could just go in and get a blood test yep. and get a yay or nay.
3: Yeah, large clinical tests still need to be carried out for the test, but uh, it has shown a lot of promise. They tried the uh, test out on more than 200 tissue and blood samples, 90% accurate in determining and detecting cancerous cells. That'd be huge. 90%. All right, switching gears once again. Golden Globe nominations announced this morning. Some of the nominations causing strong reactions
1: from Positive Sean.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got a few of them for you so far. Nominees for the best films. Well,
1: I. Oh, this is films. Okay. Yeah. Golden Globes is everything, right? Films, yeah. TV. Exactly. Restaurants. <laughs> no, just those first two. <laughs>
3: yes. The drama nominees are Black Panther, mm-hmm. Black Klansman, mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody. Nope, shouldn't be there. If Beale Street Could Talk and a star is born.
4: Oh, <laughs> that yeah. that That's, old retread, I understand it's a good version of it, but come yeah. on. Yeah, I'm, I'm anti-that being in it, and I'm anti-Bohemian uh, Rhapsody. M- uh, Rami Malek, the actor who played yeah. Freddie Mercury right. in it, very deserving of any sort of acting awards that he mm-hmm. get, but the movie itself, not, not a good Queen story. Comedy or musical film
3: nominees are The Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and Vice.
2: Any comments on any of those? I want that Australian lab to somehow measure how little I care about movie (laughs) awards, if they can, if they can come up with that technology. I'm not really a fan of any of those either. All
3: right, a couple other uh, categories. Golden Globe nominees for the best TV drama, The Americans,
4: Bodyguard, Homecoming, Killing Eve, and Pose. Would love the Americans to get it just because they've been uh, yep. overlooked often for the awards in, in their run, and this was their final season, so I hope they right. kind of get a career achievement award for it.
3: And lastly, Best Actors in a TV Comedy Series. They've been announced. The nominees are Kristen Bell in The Good Place, Candace Bergen, and Murphy Brown, which has already been canceled. <laughs> mm, nope. Wow. Wow. Uh, Debra what is Missing. that
2: all about? I don't know. Deborah see See, the... There's all sorts of messaging and right, virtue right, signaling right, 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 and right. posturing in, in these nominations. Look, make your little TV shows and your movies. If I like them, I'll go. End <laughs> of relationship.
1: I,
4: I will say this. The the Good Place is a show that I uh, I missed the first couple seasons. Right. I have since caught up. It is my favorite comedy on television. It is great. I love The Good Place. And where would I find that? Uh, NBC. Uh, the first two seasons available and on Netflix. A network show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The first well. two seasons available on Netflix. Uh, the third season, I don't think it's up there yet.
3: All right, and uh, best actor nominees uh, for comedy: Sasha Baron Cohen, who is America; Jim Carrey for Kidding; Michael Douglas in the Kaminsky Method; and Donald Glover in Atlanta. Oh, and Bill Hader for uh, Barry. So uh, Hader's going to
1: hate. But so the just <laughs> back to the movies thing. Yeah. There's no giant, dominant, could win 50 awards.
4: Everybody's seen it movie this year. I it would sound like no. I have not okay. seen that. No, no, the movie that the most people have seen from that is the Black Panther, the superhero. Movie. Yeah,
3: right. All right, that's wrapped. That's your news.
1: I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. We have not seen Black Panther in my house, but they have Black Panther, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, I think there's pajamas, the claw, and, uh, blankets, and claw. That was yeah. part of a Halloween thing. Right. Put and right. Don't buy it for yeah. your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And even last night, bubbles for the bathtub. Black, Black Panther <laughs> bubbles. I don't, oh, don't remember that in the movie. No. <laughs> And they're just like all the other bubbles, but the, the bottle has the Black Panther on it, so the kids just think it's fantastic. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the way that works. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head?
4: I'm
2: not about to join Al-Qaeda or anything, but <laughs> that's good. Western society is debauched.
1: Debauched? We're debauched. We're just, we've
2: become something weird.
1: couple of things. Harvey, speaking of debauch, Harvey Weinstein's trying to clear his name. Good luck with that. And the war in Afghanistan is going poorly, according to our our own uh, military run-in-the-thing. Things are not going our way. I I don't even know what to call Afghanistan right now. Is it a war? Is it a... Stay tuned for an update on that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation. show
4: The next commander to lead
1: all U.S. forces in the Middle East said at his confirmation hearing the U.S. isn't winning in Afghanistan. I believe that, that the operational military situation is largely stalemated. And estimates the size of the Taliban is on the rise. I believe, would actually say it's around 60,000. A rare public acknowledgement of the size of the Taliban. This is the second time in his many... So there you go. The uh, new commander taken over in Afghanistan says we're not winning. The Taliban is growing and as big as they've been in a very long time. Operational stalemate. I would say that's a generous and description. Mattis goes on to say the secretary of defense after 40 years of this. It's time to call it quits ah, 40 Ta- years for the Afghan people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, starting in 1979 when the Russians invaded with a with a similar goal of just you know taking over a country and running it we're we're not we don't want to take it over and run it we'd like to take it over we'd like to take it over on behalf of the good guys and let them run it but sure. either way it's just that's it boy similar goals too in that they were getting whacked
2: by uh, muslim fundamentalists in their in their southern regions and you know how painful that can be uh, you know I, before the break i said if you can even call it a war and listen i want to make clear i understand completely Uh, Our best and bravest young men are are being hurt and killed
1: still. Oh, I had Um, some very intimate private conversations with a couple of Green Berets, you know, not long ago. And boy, their stories sure sound like a war. Well, my God, exactly. But what do you call something a conflict if you're
2: not trying to win it? I mean, we're trying to have a certain outcome, but we're not trying to triumph militarily anymore. So not even close. So is it a war at this point or is it like, uh,
0: well,
1: I hate to use the old phrase, which uh, came out of uh, Korea and then Vietnam, a police action since it was not a declared war. It is a lot like a police action. It's practically like sending the police into a bad neighborhood every now and then Mm -hmm. to say you can only get so rowdy here. Right. Except people die. We've had we've lost a number of people in the last couple of weeks. It's been a bad couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I just and every time I hear that, I think, God dang it! There's a 24 year old dude from some small town somewhere with mom's, dad's, girlfriend's, wife, kids, whatever. What was he accomplishing? Right. It just really it really bothers me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Where this ends and when it ends, nobody knows. I don't even know what it would look like. Okay, we negotiate with the Taliban. We come up with some sort of power sharing agreement. Everybody sits down, agrees to it, clink glasses of tea because they don't drink. Um, they sex up little boys and they, you know, do plenty of opium, but they don't drink. And then, uh, you know, two months later, the Taliban overruns uh, the police stations and they take over the country again. Right. I, and and I don't say that out of, out of some sort of cynicism or desire to be,
1: you know, controversial. I, just, I can't. No, that's imagine just what's going to happen. Outcome. That is just what's going to happen. Right. It's clearly what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, I know. I I find it very frustrating. Um, My favorite headline of the day is cheesecake giveaway
2: quickly turns ugly. Um, Also, baby Jesus in a cage at a uh, uh, nativity scene. Why is baby Jesus in a cage? Mm.
1: I don't care who you are. Mm. Well, go ahead. What? (laughs) What? That sounds controversial. (laughs) (laughs) Putting baby Jesus in a cage.
2: I don't care if you're Catholic, Protestant... Jew, Muslim, atheist, agnostic, Zoroastrian, or something. Buddhist. Sorry, Buddhists. Well, you don't care. You don't. You're mellow anyway. Um. <laughs> sorry, I forgot you. I don't care what faith you are. you will find
1: this story incredibly annoying. Fantastic. So stay with us. <laughs> we decorated the tree last night speaking of Christmas. Oh, that's nice. God dang it. it was just so cute and charming and wonderful and everything like that. I just thought can I can I freeze this somehow? Mm. What, what can I do to hang on to this? I guess there's nothing I can do other than try to be in it be part of it which right I, which I was definitely but right just it's just fantastic. The, the, my youngest especially was just so into decorating the tree just so thrilled. You
2: get that heavy heavy cluster of ornaments about uh, 3 feet off the ground. Oh well, yeah. Of course. Laura said last night you can tell how tall they are. Yeah. Right.
1: From here on up there's nothing on the tree. It's <laughs> more or less striped around it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: With ornaments, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, what great memories. We we kept that up until our kids were very very big when they lived in in the area, but now they've scattered to the four winds, so so Judy and I just, you know, hammer down whiskey and throw the ornaments at the tree and then pass out on the floor pretty much. No, not really. Well, I think we'll wait till Little D's home to decorate ours, coming the, home from school.
1: But the traditions of the tree thing that have existed since I was a kid that we were doing last night, trying to turn the tree so that the best side of the tree is facing us. Right. Put the, put the bad side of the tree toward the back. A little more, a little more, too far, back and forth, you know, just stuff like that. Just
4: every Christmas, cursing the stand. Are we the, trying to get the stand and tighten those nuts? You know,
1: like, I pay for when we cut down the tree. I pay for the uh, them nailing that stand in the bottom. I found it to be worth the fifteen dollars. God dang it! Do you hear the tree scream? It's just it's just the stand with the with the bowl that holds the water is d- 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 nailed to the tree. Mm, just, barbaric. I'm, I'm done with that process because the stand to me is by far the most annoying part. Well, I got a great stand. You should see my stand. I mean, you could build a high
2: rise in this stand and put it in San Francisco, and it would withstand earthquakes. I mean, this is a serious stand.
1: Oh, speaking of Christmas trees, living out in the country, I do have all my old Christmas trees out back by the goat pen, so I can go back and look. Oh, that was a good tree. That was a little taller that year. That sort of thing. Mass, they're all still there. Mass grave. <laughs> A mass grave of Christmas trees. So somebody mentioned to us the
2: other day that um, uh, that Oregon is the national leader in Christmas tree production. If you've ever driven across or up and down Oregon, you believe it. Uh, ain't nothing but pine trees. Uh, but somebody mentioned that they're harvested with the aid of helicopters. Yeah, I read
1: that in the New York Times, and there was no description of that. I mean, I was like, what? And then they just moved
2: on. <laughs> and I pointed out that, yeah, you fly the helicopter upside down, and the rotors chop the trees down. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, you got to be a really good pilot, though. So you come across an extra thick tree, and things go badly. Uh, but somebody sent us a couple of videos. We'll have to post them at armstrongandgetty.com. I'll send them to Hanson. He'll put them up. But it's Amazing. They fly the helicopter back and forth. There's a guy on the ground with like a net around the tree. He grabs the hook from the helicopter, hooks the tree, gives the signal, and it takes as long as that sentence did max. These guys work with amazing speed. The helicopter pilot lifts the tree up into the air, swings it on a giant rope, drops it expertly. Into this uh, big old bin of trees, and it doesn't even pause, and flies back and gets another one, and it goes back and forth like like somebody was taking you know uh, the Christmas ornaments off the tree at the end of the season, putting them in a box right next to him. I mean, this speed is astonishing. So the and guys, we'll post that video at armstrong So the guys that throw
1: the chain around the tree, how many of them have ten fingers of two hands? Oh
2: please, please, Good none Lord. of them. None of them. <laughs>
1: wow, that's a job for you.
2: They when they hire you. They
1: chop off the finger right there in the office Just to get you used to it (laughs) Oh my god The troubles of becoming a YouTube sensation at some point Joe wants to talk about China And baby Jesus in a cage, controversial God, I'd say And Facebook is worse than you thought Zuckerberg is worse than you thought Wait a minute, I thought it was pretty bad Thanks to all the reporting that's coming out of this trial in Great Britain It's really interesting They have internal emails and wow. You listening, Zucker? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show
0: Right now, there is a lot to consider when selling a home. Home equity is high, housing inventory is down, and interest rates are at an all-time low. But will the uncertainty of current world news drag down the home market? You need answers, and that's why you should call the area's real estate authorities. Sarah and Debbie Reynolds, the Reynolds team with Keller Williams Realty. Just one five-minute call with the Reynolds team will empower you to learn and get options on what will work best for your situation. The Reynolds team have a proven and trusted track record spanning 30 years. Yes, the Wall Street Journal named Sarah and Debbie one of the top real estate teams in the country. Yes, they get their seller's top dollar. And yes, the Reynolds team will guarantee to sell your home at list price, or they'll pay the difference. Don't risk losing your home's equity. Get your questions answered by real estate experts. The Reynolds team at 800-930-1197, 800-930-1197 and online at DebbieHasTheBuyers.com.